Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Doze Knows. I am here on in New South Wales of Australia. It's been an amazing trip. I'm kind of wrapping things up. Uh, I'm sitting here with a whole bunch of cool people that I just met. And, you know, th- this has been crazy. I'm, I'm in a little town called Warrilla. The waves over here are badass. So if you guys haven't been over to this part of Australia, it's just south of Sydney. Come over, check it out killer waves killer people and you know i got these killer people they're gonna help me out with all the sponsor intro today and you know my first one here is introduce yourself hey guys i'm roman 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 is about to uh leave here for his first trip ever to the united states he's going to la on april 14th yeah. And what are you going to do when you get there? You're going to go see some of our sponsors, aren't you? Yeah, mate. Going to see the guys at Hurley. At Hurley? Yeah, they're going to hook me up. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, make sure you go to their factory because they've got all kinds of good stuff. And, you know, I remember when Bob started this company back in 1999. He's a good friend of mine. And he wanted to just kind of change everything that, that was about, you know, surfing. And he wanted to make it cooler and be a little bit more exclusive. Um, his perception has changed over the years. Yeah. And uh, actually, you know what? His perception never freaking changed. It's always the same. But they make the coolest shit on the planet, do they not? They do. What do you like about their clothes? Just their... Yeah, just their exclusiveness to their board shorts and stuff, how they make everything comfortable. Yeah? And yeah. Who's your fa- who's your favorite team riders for Hurley? It would have to be John John Florence. Yeah, yeah, for sure he'd be up there. Dude, he's killing it. Yeah, uh, he's unfortunately, killing. he just got bumped out today in the contest down yeah. at Bell's Beach. Yeah, and Felipe Toledo. I reckon them two guys are above anyone else. Yeah, and they've got other great guys there too, and gals. Um, Chris Amore, our current world champ. Yeah, female pro surfer. She's radical. She's from Hawaii. Yeah, she gives the guys around, doesn't oh she? Oh my gosh, she <laughs> does. Her and Stephanie Gilmore, which is not sponsored by Hurley, by the way, but those two girls, they they absolutely rip. Yeah. Um, also, Ace Bucken, uh, people like Amayan Goodwin. You know, he's just really, really good pipe specialist and super good people. But um, you know, Hurley, they are just you know they're also more than just uh, to the brand, and they're. Then they're closed. You know, they've got a great partnership with Nike, right? And clean drinking water that they that they do all across the world, you know, in all these uh, poor countries that yeah. can't afford to, you know, make water. And they are able to come in there on a really cheap way and help them get nice, clean water. So um, you want to know more about Hurley? Just go to Hurley.com. Roman, thank you for being on. You're Perfect. awesome. You're single. All the ladies want you. Good. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. He's he's a little shy right now. Roman, get out of the chair. Let's get in the next guy. Crikey. How you doing, Dozer? We're Dozer doing day. good. I'm glad you're on the show, bro. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm absolutely stoked to be here. It's a good one. I'm telling yeah, you, brother. I'm so glad to meet you. Like, I've heard so much about you and, like, absolutely stoked. And I'm just about to, well, I am on your show. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one of the good things is, uh, you know, I've been staying in your house for the last week. When yeah, I haven't I hope, been in the I'm woods. hoping you enjoyed it, even though it's half finished, but it's but getting it's, there. It's a beautiful, beautiful home. Yeah, this thing's no, like it's a great place in the world, isn't three, it? Three, four stories. 
three stories. Oh, plus the garage is sub basement. So yeah, it's pretty much four. Oh, plus the roof, five. If plus you want to add the that, roof, right? And yeah. then it's right on the beach. So there's killer wave right in front yeah. of your house. What's that called? Um, well, you got the break wall, then you got Windang Isle, and then Rilla Beach, and there's and then Barrack Point, and then you keep going. Then there's um, Cowries, Red Sands, and yeah, yeah, they're all great breaks, but don't tell anyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but please, everybody, come down here and surf yeah. here because there's nobody out here. Yeah, well, that's the best thing about it. It's just yeah. a world away from nowhere. Right. Here, I just drive straight by. Oh no, we're not going to stop there. And, oh yeah, we hear it's Sharky, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, don't come here. Yeah, in. yeah. Don't you don't like sharks, don't come here. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna uh, intro into us. Uh, oh well, I was absolutely stoked that um, I, you know, yeah, as you know, I'm all into my nutritional like supplements and that. And I was absolutely stoked that you actually were mates with Logan. Yes. And like he started original supplements. Yeah, original and, nutritional. Yeah, yeah, or nutritional. Sorry, yeah, and um, yeah, and that that's like a quality, really quality brand. And yeah, yeah, it's not your regular meathead supplement. No, brand. that's it. It's like the regular, you know, guys, you know, women's. They do like they're versatile and they they're really good. Absolutely, yeah. it's, it's good, clean fuel. Yeah, and it's quality stuff. Like it's really hard to find a market for just clean quality stuff that's just the average sort of person just gives you what you need and you know if you don't want to be a meathead or you know just the average guy that likes right. surfing and yeah it's perfect supplement for that yeah. yeah pretty much everybody i know should be on yeah. this product so yeah. um they have great stuff from fish oils to just regular supplements and yeah and you know i highly highly recommend it for every single person there is on the planet yeah so are you gonna be on it oh i'm already on it okay. what are you talking about <laughs> good well have you gone to uh oh yeah i've, already, I've, I've already been on your website and i've already put in dozen nose for the 15 percent off yeah, all you guys got to do is just go on to originalnutritionals.com, yeah. enter in the promo code DOZENOSE, and what do you get? 15% off. 15% off. 15, one five, everyone. Ooh, right, with Doze Nose, yeah. right at checkout. Yeah, that's it. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, Logan also started a killer company, which I don't know if you even know about it yet, but um, it's Deuce Gym over in Venice Beach. Wow. And yeah, well, I've been to Venice Beach. I was there, what, two years ago. That's a right. pretty interesting place, to say it's, the least. Oh, my gosh. They have everything. Oh, everything. Everything and everyone. You can ever imagine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you saw Muscle Beach, right? Yeah. So everybody works out, gets yeah. all yoked. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. used yeah. to go there and do that. Well, he started something that's just kind of right off the beach. Yeah. It's a little bit better. Um, it's it's a gym that that works with people whether you're eight or eighty years old. Doesn't matter what kind of shape you're in. They bring you in. They're gonna find that that perfect workout that fits you and your body, yeah. and they're gonna work with you. On well, that. that's what I mean. This these guys are just like the back to basics. They just mm -hmm. they they've got something for everyone. Yeah, they do, they and they do. know how to make you clean, how yeah. to make you healthy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so like people like supplements, like you know, you can do wonders with them. Like people think, oh no, you know, you're feeling down, feeling a bit tired. Yeah, supplements, just try them. Yeah, like you know, and you you're getting older. Well, your Come vitamins, on. your body can never have too many vitamins. Exactly. Vitamins, isn't yeah. that what you guys oh, call vitamins, them? Oh, vitamins, vitamins, whatever, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. 
Yeah. So, but yeah, these guys are awesome. Um, you know, if you guys don't know about working out or you have a certain way of working out, whether yeah. you like CrossFit or strength training or, you know, you want to do the strongman yeah. stuff or just a, a basic cardio, yeah. these guys will get in there. They'll oh, work with it. you. Logan, Logan Galbraith. Oh, the perception these days, a lot of people don't have the time, but you've got to make the time. you got to make the time, and it but only takes a little bit of time. Somewhere. That's it. You start with, even if you just start with the, and once the you do vitamins, it, you're hooked. And, and you get hooked. You get yeah. hooked a little bit of fitness, you know. And once your body starts energy. feeling good. Oh You'll make God. the time. Oh, yeah. And then you Instead go, of having that half an hour sleep in, get up and have a run. And then you're looking good, dude. Yeah. And you're getting ripped like yeah. you and all the chicks yeah, are just it. begging just, for you. coming for you. I <laughs> <laughs> love it, Can't man. Can't resist. Can't resist. So make sure you guys go over there. Yeah. Go to OriginalNutritionals.com, punch in your, Joe's nose. And get your 15% off. And then go over if you're in Venice Beach. Yeah. And you might see me there. I'm going to be over there oh, next month. Oh, yeah. You'll be pumping month. your iron, won't you? Oh, man. I'll be getting yeah. so ripped. You just look out for the biggest guy there. Uh, no, no, yeah. no, no. Just look out for that long-haired, good-looking Oh, yeah, you guy. won't miss that. Yeah. So um, thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks for having us. You rock, brother. Yeah, no You're worries. a natural yeah, on the mic. Much, yeah. I think you need to start your own podcast. I don't know. I don't want to compete with you. I might get uh, all your followers. <laughs> <laughs> right? No Now, um, you guys all know that uh, I'm a big fan of the ocean. I picked the Big Island to be my home. Yeah, and it's because of its amazing waters and you know great people. Yeah, and it's it's just the most beautiful place on, in the world to me. And you know, if you guys are ever in Kona, make sure you guys go to Kona Boys. You know, they're serving up gear for island life in Aloha since uh, 1996 from their beach shack in Kona Town in 2009. They started that. It's the one-stop shop for ocean fun. Operates a legit selection of local-style activities, including historical va'a rides. You know what a va'a is? I have no idea what that is. Please intrigue me. That's the Hawaiian outrigger canoe. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. Yeah? You've never done it? No, never. Have you ever been to Hawaii? I've never been there. I have to come for a visit. Really? Oh, my gosh. Well, you're going to have to come to Kona because these guys, they're awesome. they got those va'a rides. They've got paddleboard tours and lessons. Yeah, I love, as you know, I, I love you my paddleboarding. Paddle, exactly. Yeah, I love my paddleboarding. Well, you can go into here and you can rent anything that you need from boards to bikes to boogies and other beach goodies. Yeah, a few kayaks, I can see yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Kona Boys is spot, yeah. man. If you need advice for, from trained water people who care about your experience in the water as well as the health and preservation of the natural resources. Oh, yeah, that's always good to hear that someone's actually out there actually caring for the exactly. natural resources. Because if it's not there, you won't get the people back. Exactly. Yeah. That's what that's what we keep saying. And But some people don't listen. No, nah, well, that's we have the same that. problem here. The, all the tourists on the Great Barrier Reef they want to do is stand up on it. Yeah. It's not going to be there for the next person if you wreck it. Exactly. So if you want quality equipment for your big island ex- adventure and experience, Kona Boys is your spot. Make sure you guys go in there. You go see uh, Frank and Brock. So remember those names. Frank and Brock. Frank and Brock. They own yep. the store. Yeah. Um, they've got two stores. One is down south, down in Captain Cook. It's a killer store. They've got everything that you can think of in there, plus their own local clothes that they've made for their shop, Kona Boys. Um, you see me, I'm wearing that. You see that Aloha hat I'm wearing Oh, yeah, right that, now? Was, that was that's awesome a Kona hat. Boys hat. That's an yeah. awesome hat. Dude, I'm sporting that thing. You have to send me one. Yeah, I'll leave you that one because yeah. I get them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they're awesome. So go in there, see Frank and Brock. Go to the Captain Cook store. Go down to Kamakahonu Bay, which is right at the King yep. Kamehameha Beach Hotel. And it's right at the pier, downtown Kona. Um, it's where all the cruise ships come in. Oh, yeah. They let well, everybody that's a handy off. Spot, isn't it? Yeah. 
Dude, the dolphins are right there. Oh, I love swimming so you with jump the dolphins. On, yeah, you jump on one of the paddle boards. Yeah, you they go right out, there. And within two minutes, five minutes. There's a dolphin at your doorstep. Dude, there's a hundred dolphins <laughs> at your doorstep, and they're going, ee, ee. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. So, so, so what do we do? Sling your name and we get a bit of discount, do we? You absolutely. Just go in there. Um, you can go to their online yeah. store just as well, konaboys.com, and uh, you can get... Punch in promo code those do fifteen percent. Oh, off. the old one five fifteen. <laughs> or you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you can go into either one of the stores Dose, yep. and just say you've heard this on Doze Nose. Okay, same and discount. Same discount, fifteen percent off right That's off it. the bat. That's it. And you can go ahead and lie, you know, even with that Aussie accent, <laughs> just say, "Hey, man, I'm Kamaina. I'm local." Oh, mate, I'm, I'm Kamaina. Local. I'm, I'm local. local. Can't yeah, you tell? mate. Yeah, so I get 20% off that too. Yeah. So that's like 35. 35, <laughs> mate. They'll be like, they're probably going to get pissed off at yeah. me right now for this, but whatever. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm going to get deported. I'm going to get thrown into a lava tube, bro. Oh. But uh, yeah, so Kona Boys, make sure you guys go check them out. Now, I want to bring up our next guest. Nice. She's coming on live and loud. She is from Argentina. Why hey don't you guys. introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Lucila. Hi, Lucy. How are you? Good. And you? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. <laughs> um, how is your trip to Australia right now? So You're far, on vacation? So you not really. I'm actually on my work and holiday visa. Yeah? I've been here in Australia for the last four months. Yeah? How are you liking it? Um, so far, so good. Yeah? Yeah. And hopefully staying for another year. Oh, wow. Yeah. You must really love it. Yeah. Well, you come from a place that's absolutely stunning, the views and the vistas mm -hmm. and the mountains and the beaches. And um, I know that you love to be able to capture yourself with, you know, normally it's been your cell phone. Yeah. But you just happened to come across a little winning down at the surf contest. Yeah, in Manly. That's kind of changed everything up for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, totally. And you're a big outdoor person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you want to tell us about your next sponsor? Because that's that's what you want. Yeah, I want a GoPro. A GoPro. Yeah. Nice. Uh, GoPro Hero 4. Yeah. The silver one. How are you like With the screen on the yeah, back? Yeah, so good. So good. Yeah, it's totally changed the way I take pictures. Yeah. I'm really into photography and video editing. Uh-huh. So it's, it's really changed the way I capture things. Mm. I'm whole day with my GoPro. Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing with the GoPro? Um, well, I'm actually like taking a lot of uh, pictures in the water. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of selfies because I'm on my own. So yeah. a lot of cool selfies with the stick. Yeah, the that's cool. Stick, yeah. Well, so. they, you know, they come with a lot of cool accessories too. Yeah. So if you go to gopro.com, you can check, see all the good stuff that they have, you know, from wrist holders to mouthpieces. Mm -hmm. So if you're surfing on a surfboard, um, you want to get that really killer barrel shot and turn around and do a selfie. <laughs> you know, I'm famous for that. I'm selfie king. Um, yeah, you can get all that stuff on GoPro.com. And one of the great things is is this website uh, also links you to the GoPro channel. So what we're doing here in the future is we're building this this program here, this these podcasts, but they're also going to start being filmed for the GoPro channel. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Really cool. And you can actually take all those little videos that you create with your GoPro that you just won and 
also link them to the GoPro channel as well. Wow, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll do that now. Yeah, so, um, you know, what what does GoPro do for us right now? Uh, it enables the world to capture and share its passions in the form of immersive and engaging content. Yeah, and so for more information, you guys can go to... GoPro.com. <laughs> yep, or connect with them. Yeah, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, you name it. Oh, yeah. And make sure you guys, you know, go check with these guys. They're awesome. Um, you're awesome. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, like <laughs> I said, I've met so many cool people on this trip, and Australia is a wonderful, wonderful place to be. I want you guys all to come check it out. Um, you guys can follow me on Facebook, Dozer Dave Barnett, or go onto Instagram, Dozer Dave, or go to my website, uh, dozenose.com, and you guys can check everything out. We've got a special guest this week. He is a uh, WSL commentator, and he is also ex-pro surfer Ross Williams. Wow, yeah. I should meet him. He's that good-looking blonde guy that's <laughs> that's always on there that's, you that's know, my kind captivating of guy. the world. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought you had a boyfriend. Well, yeah. why not? I can, I can still look to guys. Right? <laughs> well, anyway, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let's get to it. Ross Williams on Doze Notes. If you don't know, now you All right. Welcome everybody to another episode of Doze Knows. I'm actually here today in Australia. We're down in Turkey. Is that how you say? Turkey, yeah. Turkey. Perfect. I'm with my good friend uh, Ross Williams, and I'm so excited. You're an ex-pro surfer, you're a WSL commentator, and I'm. this is my first time in Australia, so I'm super, super stoked. I tried to hook up with you in the Gold Coast yep. and try and get this done, but, you know, it's kind of a little party session up there. Yeah. I got caught. It was really, really good. I loved it. I had a blast. You stayed at the commune. <laughs> I stayed at the commune. That was amazing. And if a lot of people don't know, the commune is... Kind of the place to be Central. at nighttime. Yeah. I've never been in there. Thank God. You're married. how boring I am. Yeah. Well, I saw a bunch <laughs> of our friends in there. And it was, a, oh. they were having a blast. Okay. So, but yeah. So now, <laughs> now let's, we left that area. But now we're here in Bells. And this place is beautiful. It's cold. You know, we went from being super hot down there to yeah. now we're super cold. We're yep. bundled up. And, and it's a blast, dude. I got to the event today. I drove 15 hours last night. You drove down here. I drove. I didn't know you drove down here. Yeah. That's big. I went from a big hunting trip up north, five hours north of Sydney, and then boom, right into Sydney, took a shower, jumped in the car, and drove all the way down here all night long. Got here at 9.30 this morning. You drove from Wollongong. Wollongong. So it was south of Sydney. Yeah. 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 It was heavy. Yeah. So tired. Yeah. Beautiful part of the country, though. I couldn't see it. It was nighttime. I was trying, <laughs> I was trying to keep my eyes open. Oh, man, I've been coming to Australia since the first time I came to Australia, I was 12 years old. Really? Um, which is actually kind of a cool story because um, 
I uh, got sponsored by Billabong and um, I was just a little rug rat and I got invited to go on a trip with Ronnie Burns, uh, Mike Latronic, and... Uh, um, Those are old names. Yeah, they're old that was, names. shows you how long ago that was. Um, and so we got to hook up with like Jason Buttonshaw and Bugs and uh-huh. some of the guys that were on the Goldie. So anyways, I, I got invited on this trip and my parents said, sure, go ahead. So I actually flew to Australia by myself at 12, wow. which shows you how nuts my parents were. Yeah. At the same time, they were freaking rad because they let their boy go fulfill his dream. And I got to go to the Gold Coast. I went straight to the Gold Coast. Uh-huh. Actually, I stayed in Sydney for a couple of days and then went to the Gold Coast. I saw one of our up-and-coming Groms from Kona, Brody Sale, yeah. did the same thing, 13 oh. years old. He looks like he rips. Dude, the kid totally rips, yeah. totally rips, and now he's staying with Aki up there, and oh, that's just flew all by himself, just like you. Yeah. Same story. Just well, cruising. the impression I still remember it, like very clear. So the impression for him is going to be that it's going to be the catalyst for his like motivation to be a pro surfer because that's definitely what my first t- trip to Australia was like. Right. Just seeing all the videos from all the old Billabong movies, the very first ones, like mm-hmm. Pump and. Maybe before pre-pump, uh, like Surf in the Summer, mm-hmm. um, which was what mid '80s, yeah. um, and all the all the footage from Kira and. Now you're you know, 43 years old now. I'm 43 now. Yeah. Anyways, to make a long story short, my uh, my first trip to Australia left a big big impression on me as a surfer, and it was one of the motivations to be a pro surfer was to come to this place, and um, and then. Uh, Gold, or Gold Coast is really famous, but Bells in South Australia is is special because it's so different, like right. you said. Right. Yeah, it's, I was looking at the coast because I'm used to seeing it on TV, <clears throat> and it's totally different mm-hmm. from watching it on TV. Yeah. And, you know, I'm looking down the coast all the way, Winky Pop, and it's just endless waves all the way down. Look up north, there's more waves up mm-hmm. the point, and it's pretty amazing. Did you go on a great ocean road? Uh, no, I haven't gone on that yet. you say you leave tomorrow? I leave tomorrow night. It's like, uh, it's like the California one, the Coast Highway one. Right, right. It's like, um, very comparable to, uh, Big Sur, that kind of vibe. The Great Ocean Road, just, uh, anything south of Bells, you start going down, it's a very famous, like, tourist attraction, but that road is magic. It's big pines, tons of surf, little coves, beautiful towns. Yeah, I'm trying to change my flight. So if I can change my flight, maybe I'll stay a little longer. You can even go just a couple hours down that road and you'll be free. And just trip. Photogenic. It's beautiful and really good surf and uh, yeah, good vibes. Well, that's cool. And so you've been coming here since you were 13. That's a long time. Yep. That's 30 years. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time, and uh, and then my first trip down to Bells, I was 18 years old, um, and I was gonna I was gonna ride for Rip Curl, and this is Rip Curl Country, this right. is where Rip Curl came from. Okay. Um, and so I came to visit them and hang out with them, and came here for a couple weeks during the Bells event, and I was just a little grommet. So, anyways, I got to hang out with uh, Claw, who's the owner of Rip Curl, and. Right. Um, and, uh, and and got to experience it. And the, the family I stayed with, the bars, Butch Bar and Crystal, they're, um, they have an amazing family. I'm still friends with them to this day. And they, they live in the original Bell House. Mm-hmm. The Bell Bells is named after a family that owned a farm right on the beach there. Wow. Uh, like a, whatever it is, a couple hundred acres. And so anyways, their really old home is the house I stayed at for all the years I competed at Bells. That's really so cool. So you can imagine how cool 
my feeling was coming here to compete because I stay at their home and walk to my heats through the through the pasture or whatever. And I see there's kangaroos. kangaroos yeah. Yeah, totally. kangaroos are everywhere. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Now, um, how long were you on tour for? I was on tour for about 12 years. Um, you were part of the momentum generation growing up with Shane and Kelly and Kalani Rob and just all those boys, Taylor Knox and Taylor Steele doing all the, all the videos on you. Yeah. And dude, you were killing it back then. You were uh-huh. one of my favorites back then. Thanks, Dozer. You know, us being the you know only blonde haired, good looking Hollywood out of the group. Well, you're good looking. Well, no, I just happen to have a butter voice and long blonde hair. You That's do. it. You do have a butter voice. But, I don't know, butter, butter. You have like a maple syrup voice. Maple syrup and to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it was epic being a. a I consider myself super lucky to be part of that group of people um, with Taylor, you know, just how motivated he was to make his surf movies. And, and, you know, and that's really what he was. He was so motivated to Mm -hmm. just put some out there. Um, So that's one thing to just be kind of part of the group, which we all were and and be friends. And, and, um, you know, we were, we were out there just motivated to surf and get better and better and maybe be a tour surfer and be a, like a, a great pro surfer. But Taylor was also super motivated to make really cool movies. Right. So you combine all that motivation. Um, we were just like a movement. Um, so I was just straight up lucky to be part of that. And then you look at guys like Shano and Kelly and Rob and Taylor and Taylor Knox, Taylor Steele and um, Maddie Lou. Yeah, well, so Maddie, Maddie, and those guys—that's <laughs> that's pre-momentum, you know. That's right. my boys. I went to like Hollywood Elementary and Wailo High School with, and yeah. that's a whole other story. But um, yeah, anyways, it was just uh, and it, and now you guys have all—you guys have all grown up, and you've been together. You've been best friends. Um, did you did you ever click really strong with you know one or two out of the whole group, other more than others? Oh, for sure. Uh, me and, and Shane Dorian were like really, really good buddies for a long time, even though Shane grew up on a different island. Uh-huh. Uh, once we were like in our late teens, we hung out a bunch. Um, and I totally considered him like, you know, my best buddy. And Was he your travel partner most of the tour? A lot, Yeah, almost everywhere. We went together along with Conan and, right. um, and a few other guys. But um, And then Shane was also a great sparring partner because we were trying to both achieve like the most we could out of being a pro surfer, mm-hmm. whatever that meant, you know? Right. Um, so it was an awesome relationship, you know, not only were we, um, we loved to hang out. I loved to hang out with Shano. We had the same demented sense of humor and mm-hmm. um, just being the same age and just same goals. It was uh, a cool uh, time to, you know, just hang out and have fun. And, um, but also we were motivated to be, you know, fulfill our dreams. Yeah, exactly. Now he's obviously taken off. You guys have both split in two different directions where he's gone to the big wave surfing. You've gone to the commentating, which you're doing an awesome job. And thank you. You know, I know you you spent most of the day on the yeah. mic today. So for you to come right. into here, we're, we're in this killer house that you're staying at. And uh, what is this town? Geelong? This is Torquay. Oh, is it Torquay? Yeah, yeah. It's a freaking killer house. Yeah. We've got a movie theater here. <laughs> we're, we're in just, a movie theater. We're in a movie theater wow. doing this podcast. Yeah. And it's pretty badass. Strider and everybody's upstairs. And, uh-huh. 
and they're ma- <laughs> they're making dinner and we're just cruising down here but yeah thank you you know it's been a long day for you and no worries thanks no worries those yeah so um are you having fun doing what you're doing now it looks like it i am um it is a lot of fun um and there's a lot of reasons to be uh, motivated to uh-huh. do what i'm doing um i think the the number one thing uh to keep like my fire burning for what i do is uh i just really love surfing mm-hmm. um and before i started commentating which is it's only been a few years for me right um i would watch it anyways like we all do like uh you know we're talking about shane Dorian, how he's mm-hmm. um you know he's still a pro surfer and surfing big waves and stuff but even someone like shane and Taylor and all our buddies we grew up with, you know, we're all older now and long removed from tour surfing. Everyone tunes in because everyone uh, cares so much about competitive surfing. And then, of course, we got our good buddy, Kelly Slater, who's still somehow involved on the tour. Yeah, we're going to get to Kelly a little bit later, but go ahead. Yeah, so um, everyone, including myself, is very invested um, in competitive surfing and care a lot about it, and it's fun to watch. So even before I was commentating, um, you know, when I kind of stepped aside from pro surfing, I was a huge fan um, and I loved it. And uh, I loved that um, the tour kind of morphed into the show uh, in the form of a broadcast Mm -hmm. that we unfortunately didn't get to experience when we were on tour, when I was on tour uh, through the 90s and early 2000s. So I just think it's awesome that you can bring it to people's bedrooms. And so, um, yeah, Time Warner Cable has got it all over the place now. At least in Hawaii. I don't know how it is anywhere else. But it seems like wherever I go, I can see it on TV. Yeah. And it's just, it's so professional. It's a joke. From what the ASP used to be to now the WSL, these guys have turned it around. They've created such a great organization, such a great media outlet to get out there to everybody. You guys are doing such a great job. You, Joe Trapel, Ronnie Blakey. Rosie Hodge, Strider, and I see you guys traveling on this circuit here, mm-hmm. and you guys are so tight. You guys have created like such a good Ohana family. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, and to be honest, you have to. Uh, I mean, it really has to be that way because we're we're stuck together all mm-hmm. year long. Um, and uh, but it's it's a really really good group of people. Um, I mean, Joe Trapel is one of the freaking nicest humans I've ever met. Yeah. He's just ridiculous how cool he is. And and Ronnie is one of the funniest guys and and funnest um I love his guys. facial expressions. Yeah. The chicks dig him. Oh dude. And well, he, he's he a does handsome that, dude. I, he does that eyebrow. He does a handsome he's, guy and he's very, very funny. He's got he, his blue steel look. He he's got endless energy. He's the biggest grommet. <laughs> um so he's uh, really easy to work with because uh, he's very charismatic. So in the booth he's my partner, right? Um, mm-hmm. Uh, he's really fun to work with. Uh, but anyways, everyone's a character. Strider who is a big character. Um, so I think first and foremost, we just try to make sure we all have fun. Because right. um, it, it is shows. a long year, you know, it's 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 taxing. So you got to keep it fun. Yeah, I know, you know, I've heard all, all of you guys are my friends. So from the pro surfers to the commentators to whatever, and, you know, you hear the pro surfers going, oh, my God, you know, everybody's thinking, you know, I want to be on tour. I want to be able to travel the world. They don't realize how much traveling you guys got to do. It takes a toll. I'm, I've been doing it now with you guys for just a few weeks. I'm spent. Yeah. My body's spent, dude. 
doing it on the North Shore. I'm dying. Yeah. I'm fucking tired, bro. <laughs> And uh, yeah. and for you guys to be able to, and you have to get up at what three, four in the morning, get your freaking TV face on, and look good. I couldn't do that. Yeah, no, I. Well, luckily, I don't get paid to look good, but. Um, <laughs> well, that comes natural. Uh, yeah, so. right. Um, yeah, no, it's it is, and that's the taxing part. It's grueling. Yeah. Uh, I mean, our job specifically, like me and Ronnie, for example, and, and Joe and Potts, we're in a booth a lot. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of hours, like mm-hmm. a lot of literal hours and, and you have to be on your game. You know, you're, it means a lot. There's always someone watching that cares a lot about what you're saying, whether it's their son or daughter, or they're a big fan of who's surfing or just a big fan of, a big fan of surfing. They care about what you're saying. So like if me and you were watching a contest on the, on the sides, on the beach, having a beer or whatever, we would say something. Right. But when you're in a booth, of course you have to tone it back a little bit because you're talking about someone's family member or you're, you know, sure. you're representing a WSL. So you have to be professional, of course, which is cool. Um, but it just takes a lot of, uh, uh, focus and, um, and a lot of attention. So at the end of the day, you're super tired. Yeah, I bet. Absolutely. Well, you know, like I said, you guys are on tour with these guys and you're putting in the hours. You guys are doing a great mm. job. We're super proud of you. Thanks, man. Um, Right now, you know, we're only into, what, day two of the event. We just finished round one of the men's. Day two and a half. Is it day two and a half? We had two and a half days, yeah. Okay, so yeah. we just finished round one of the men's. Yeah. Um, Kelly went down. He's got to come back tomorrow. Tomorrow is supposed to be six to ten feet from what I hear. Pumping bells. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he's riding some weird weird boards. Well, on a Goldie, he rode... Uh, uh, Greg Weber surfboard, um, mm-hmm. which I've actually had one. I've had a couple. I've had one back in the day when we were young in the 90s, um, like an original kind of banana shape. Um, but Kelly's revisiting that design, and it's a freaking awesome design. Very functional. I think works insane, um, but in specific surf. So that was all the hoopla about that board that he rode on the Gold Coast. Um, and in my opinion, it, you know, it, the surf that he rode that that design in was tricky. It was, you know, had flat spots. So that right. was where all the attention uh, was coming from um, and so much focus because it was blaring what he was riding rather than the focus just being on what Kelly's doing on the wave. Mm-hmm. You could tell he was riding something very different. Um, so, you know, he... It, uh, there was a little bit of, uh, you know, just too much attention on it. Um, but nonetheless, he wrote a board that I think hindered him. So, um, and again, I'm a fan of the Greg Weber banana design, but it needs like a really scoopy wave, like restaurants right. or or even snapper when it's going off, but not when it's high tide and fat. What about the, the sci-fi? Sci-fi, which is also another design that, you know, Kelly's working on um, with his new company. Mm-hmm. Um, Slater Designs. Amazing board by yeah. Daniel Thompson. Um, and so Kelly's got all these amazing, um, you know, designs that he's been, and Kelly's a freaking scientist. You he's know, a he, genius. He's, I am, I wish I had the retention that he has. He retains everything. Oh, yeah. So all the history of board design, and then even pre his era, He's, you know, he's logged it in his brain. So, um, you know, he's trying to piece together 
all these designs and, and come up with gems and, and release them with his, you know, Slater designs. So mm -hmm. Greg Weber is a freaking awesome design. And these are one of, this is one of them. The Tomo sci-fi is another one. So, um, and obviously Stewie Kennedy freaking went nuts on a Gold Coast. nuts. And I have one of those, a custom shaped sci-fi from Daniel Thompson from a year ago. And uh -huh. I, I like, I cherish the thing. It's killer. Um, but with these kind of extreme designs, which you, you know Kelly just as well as I do, he's mm -hmm. an extreme dude. Mm -hmm. He likes to, you know, uh, he likes to explore and find what's best and new and groundbreaking. So some of these designs kind of breach that, right? Um, and uh, they're not the most forgiving. So I think that's where all the attention came from. So what's it going to take for him to win this contest? Uh, to be honest, what's missing from Kelly the last year and a half, two years, or whatever it's been. Um, uh, since he's been kind of consistently winning events, he's uh -huh. been an inconsistent competitive surfer. Um, now you could uh, you could you could pin that on a few different things. You know, he's he's focused on his companies that he owns. You know, uh -huh. the dude's got uh, you know his his energy is um, divided now. Yeah, he's yeah. reinventing himself. So. I mean, first of all, I couldn't imagine trying to be a competitive surfer right now at my age, and I'm almost a whole year younger than him. Like, I wake right. up out of bed and go, oh, my back sore. So right. I think it's freaking amazing that he can even compete with guys that are 18 years old. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, he's uh, he's busy. He's his, his um, Again, his energy and his, his attention is split with all the companies he owns and um, all, his, all his aspirations. It's not just the tour. Just being a tour surfer alone takes a lot of attention. So, uh, you know, I give him so much credit for trying to do that and this and this and this. So um, it's pretty amazing what he's trying to do. Who's your favorite for this event? Um, and I kind of didn't answer your question. I think so to get back to your question, sure. for Kelly to win this event or even just to win any event, uh -huh. he's going to have to simplify his life um, and focus on just the surfing get to the contest early, ride one model surfboard just so that he can stand up and know exactly how he's going to surf. Right. Kelly gets to events late. Mm -hmm. That's no secret. Show up on time, Kelly. He'll show up with a new board, a new very questionable surfboard for that particular wave mm -hmm. and expect to win. Right. But guess what? He's, he's 43 and he's falling on waves every now and then yeah. so you know well, obviously I, these winds are not coming easy. i saw one of those waves he caught today and it was it was so on once he came up you know into the lip he was like on as soon as he came through it boom he was out yeah so what do you attribute that to you know uh i i like the board he rode today so that wasn't an issue um i who knows he just fell in a couple waves i i think it comes down to you know look at Look at the guys that never fall. They're just extremely reliable. Guys like Mick Fanning, they have a very consistent routine. Uh, and I think for for someone like, who's just one example, uh, Mick Fanning, uh, he can rely on his routine, his equipment. Uh, he's got a, a very structured kind of competitive career that um, um, kind of puts out consistent results. And Kelly hasn't been that way. Right. Um, Stephanie Gilmore. How good did she serve in the women's event over yeah. at Gold Coast? Oh, yeah. She was as good. I'm talking, she surfs like a man. She, 
she rips. She's one of my favorite surfers, honestly, um, in the world. That's that's uh, regardless of male or female. Stephanie Gilmore. I, I love her style. I love her effortless power. Mm-hmm. And she reminds me a lot of like a Tom Curran, who's not just a brute of a power surfer, but still right. somehow is powerful. But yet she's super sexy while she's surfing as well, too. You know, she's still, she, she's got that power that's just going through everything, but she still has that woman sexiness just through her. Yeah, surfing. she's feminine for yeah. sure. She has a good style. And actually, you know, it's funny, man or woman, uh, I think a lot of surfers that have good style, there is a feminine aspect to it. Um, it's just looking fluid, not looking like, you know, rugged. It's, uh, I, but you can still make that kind of surfing powerful. Yeah. Do you think it's um, John John's here? Um, it could be, man. It really could. Uh, you know, John John, um, I think just beneath the surface, his his kind of natural type of surfing is really aggressive. Mm-hmm. So that's always going to be an issue for him because when you surf aggressive, you might fall sometimes. Right. So he's not going to be as much of a freaking cyborg as Adriano de Souza. Right. Um, but his talent is so crazy and he's so good that I think it'll allow him to be a little inconsistent. Um, I think it would be the best thing ever for surfing if he won a world title. Yeah, yeah. Well, Especially after the back of um, that amazing story of Adriano de Souza, you know, coming from nothing and just yeah. all attrition. Yeah. You know, and just that cyborg surfing we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think it's freaking rad. Oh, yeah. And, and underappreciated for sure. And, and we're all guilty of that. But um, I think if someone like a John John wins, it taps into that creative artist side of surfing, which I think is really, really cool. That's really cool. Well, you sit here, you talk about this stuff all day long. Let's switch it up a bit. It's been a great year. Um, El Nino, dude, the North shore has been almost too big all year long. We had the Eddie this year. Um, one of our good friends passed away, uh, Brock little, uh, right before the Eddie. And so we had this massive swell come in. Everybody was pretty much claiming it, the the Brock swell. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your best memory of our friend? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me that, and I, I just have a horrible memory. So there's not like one specific story about Brock, but I have many, many memories. Well, you grew up with him. He punished you guys growing up. Oh, yeah. Him and Todd. In a good way. Yeah. He was like our big brother. Which... But he got you to where you were at. Uh, in a lot of ways, yeah. especially someone like Shane Dorian. Right. I mean, for me, I always kept big wave surfing fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, Brock definitely pushed me, but not like to the point where I was going to take off on a lot of closeout waves at Waimea, which mm-hmm. is where Shane obviously can go. Right. So for someone like Shane Dorian, for example, and you know many people, Brock had motivated a lot of people, a lot of people's careers for big waves, but Shane specifically. Mm-hmm. Because he had that capacity to do things even greater than Brock in big wave surfing, he was so instrumental. Yeah. Um, for me, I just loved the fact that I was part of his uh, his kind of pupil. You know, we were in we we're in under his right. his guidance, tutelage, yeah. his guidance. Um, I, I was grateful to be part of that because um, I loved how uh, he was so adventurous um so not only with big waves but he was so confident with being a pro surfer brock was a um you know a really average surfer in medium waves and small waves he was Mm -hmm. just okay right 
But he was so confident. That freaking guy had more swagger and confidence than anyone I've ever met. Right. Which was perfect for like the bully, the big brother thing that Brock, you know, carried over all of us. It was perfect because he was very true to that. There's never ever been anyone in my life that I that I met that had more swagger and confidence than that that mm. freaking asshole. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I say that in an endearing way, sure, um, because he picked on all of us to the point where we freaking hated him. Right. Um, but we also loved him because we knew it came from. Even he knew that he was like just picking on rugrats, you know. Um, so it was just fucking epic. He he, um, it totally sucks that him and Cheese died. You know, he was yeah. a big part of all of our upbringing. Yeah, absolutely. What was your best story remembering him? Um, best or worst, doesn't matter. Man, uh, I remember. I remember the one time I kind of got in trouble with him. Uh, it's not my best story, but it's just mm-hmm. like uh, at one time I remember being really scared of him because you know he was a scary right. dude. He was a f- first of all, he was fucking tough as nails. Um, you know. Being a Howley guy in Hawaii, you always have to tread lightly mm-hmm. just because automatically you're dumb and it's your fault, right? Yeah. Being a Howley in, oh, in Hawaii. Yeah. Brock didn't roll that way. He just was instantly like, no, I'm I'm local, and which was really cool. I was like, you're right. You know, fuck all these other people that right. aren't even pure Hawaiian or whatever. We're all local. We're from here. Right. Just everyone break down the barriers, and Brock was good at that. He didn't look at himself as awkward or an outsider. He just you know, naturally fit into the scene in Wailoa, which was very hard to do as a white dude. Um, so he was a great inspiration for all fellow Hollies, right? Because he yeah. just was natural local person. And um, so he would scrap anyone. He was a scrapper uh-huh. and not afraid to get into brawls. And he was a, he was a tough dude. Um, so he, he had that aura of being a tough guy naturally because he, he really was. So the one time I got in trouble with him, I think I accidentally told his current girlfriend at that time, which might have been Maddie Liu's sister. <laughs> she asked where he was, and somehow I placed him with, like, another girl. Oh, shit. So I was probably, like, 14 years old or 13 years old, and he was, like, a you know, what was Brock? So he would say he was 18. Mm-hmm. And totally wasn't my fault. I just was answering her, you know, her, sure. honestly. But I, I placed him in a bad position. And he – so anyways, I caught wind that I, like – got his girlfriend to break up with him because I placed him with a different girl. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't, that's not my fault. I didn't know. Like, <laughs> how am I guilty here? And I knew it was coming for me. And I swear to God, the information passed to me that Brock was coming for me to see me. And I was so scared. <laughs> and he came to me at the Hills house on Popeye Loa, And I just stood there and I was waiting for him to just fucking deck Crack me in the face. And I said, I didn't know. And he just looked at me and he wanted to punch me so bad, which he's done to many people right. at that time. And he just kind of put his hand on my face and just shoved my face really hard but um, and said something, had a few words with me. But he he could tell he took it lightly on me Yeah, and like slap me or punch me or anything. And I remember thinking, wow, that's cool. He actually, you know, he took it easy on me because he was so pissed. But I remember just being terrified. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was he was a good guy. He, uh, you know, the last few years was a little rough. But, um, you know, we're, we're definitely going to miss him. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, the coolest thing about Brock is he, he went through the freaking ringer. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, 
you know, he got his life back on track before he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, in so many ways. And, and I think the biggest thing uh, that was so impressive for me is he got his life back on track in terms of being uh, realistic with himself, who mm-hmm. he was, what he meant to people. Um, it was really refreshing to see him being honest with himself and with his friends right. the last year of his life. I, I, I absolutely thought it was such a blessing for him to be able to digest who he really was and um, what words meant to people. And um, he was, you know, it was cool for him to come to grips with, you know, just being realistic with life and everything before he passed away. So he, when he, when he passed away, I think he was in a good, good spot. Yeah, for sure. I got to spend uh, a few weeks with him on the North shore right before he passed away at Kelly's house. And, and yeah, it was good just to get some bonding time in there with him before he left us. And, uh, but, uh, let's change it up a little bit more. Best ever, um, story or experience on a surf trip with your boys. Craziest thing ever to happen to you. Oh, chicks, whatever waves, Reef bash, fights in Thailand. Fights in Thailand. I've never been to Thailand. I've never been Donkey to Thailand. shows. Donkey shows. Uh, man, that's I say that lightly because you know you are married. You have a beautiful family. Thanks, man. Jen and the girls. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, let's. Uh, now she's sitting here going, go oh, "I want to hear story. it." Yeah. The- <laughs> um, so many, dude. Oh, it's like uh, it's crazy to think about. First one that comes to mind. I have, they're all gross somehow. My mind is so demented. Any story that pops in my head is like just weird. Uh, oh, yeah. No. Nah. Well, you were the king of the what ifs. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I remember one day we were playing golf, probably about ten years ago. And I pulled out a what if, and you're like, okay, that's fucked up. Game's over. <laughs> We're oh, not doing yeah. that anymore. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but. No. I don't know what it, it is. It shows you how fucked up my mind is. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, we're, I'm with you. We're both demented. Um, and you can blame that for me on my, on my pops. He's, he's, um, he's a funny cat, and he's got a construction man's uh, sense of humor. So right. I, think, I guess that's who I attribute that to. Now, were you born on Oahu? No, uh, my family's from Ohio, yeah. and that's where I was born. Is it Pat O'Connell from Ohio, too? Uh, not far from there. Uh, Pat is from Chicago, okay. Illinois, and I was born in Toledo, Ohio, which is know, like four hours away, Right. so Midwest. Um, How old were you when you moved to Hawaii? We moved to Hawaii in 79, so I was five, five and a half years old, okay. something like that. Um, and uh, it's crazy, because we moved from Toledo, Ohio, which is reverse the pacific ocean i mean it's just yeah. landlocked in the middle of nowhere cornfields yeah. industrial my all my my dad and my uncle are a farmer all, they're all welders and pipe fitters you know oh, that's wow. where all the car manufacturer and all the uh refineries are and stuff like that so uh we moved from there to the north shore yeah. which is just stupid it's ridiculous yeah. how lucky i was brothers sisters i have two older sisters uh-huh. yeah angie and kinda um, and Kinda is kind of a crazy story. I didn't meet her until I was about 20 years old. Oh, wow. My mom and dad had her um, when uh, my mom was a senior in high school, and uh, her mom and dad, my grandpa and grandma, were really conservative, and they were bummed that she was pregnant in high school, so they you know, said, hey, you should give her up for adoption, and, um, and she, they did that. And then fast forward 
shoot, uh, 20 years or so. Um, my sister hired a private investigator and she found her blood parents. Wow, that's really cool. Really cool. And so I had no idea that I had another sister out there. And so um, my dad, who you've never met, but he's just a not serious person, uh-huh. picked me up from the airport. I probably came home from a surf trip. I was, you know, I, I can't remember how old I was, but I was like 19, 20 years old. Right. Um, said, hey, uh, you know, I got something pretty big to tell you. You know, you have a sister. And so first of all, I was like, why did my dad uh, be serious? Fucking, totally this fucking weird. weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, dad. I know I have a sister. He's like, no, you have another sister. Ah. And he just laid it on me. And uh, so anyways, she found her blood parents and we got to meet her all the way when I was 20. So uh, she lives in Georgia. Wow. Uh, yeah. And she's awesome. She's got family. And, yeah. Cool. That's really cool. I know uh, Daisy Goodwin. <clears throat> same thing just happened to her, too. And she had found out she had a brother. Whoa. That's you know, crazy. And this was just a couple of years ago, maybe last year. Pretty wild. So she just got to meet him for the first time. That's crazy. Ah, yeah, so, my, so aunt, uh, my sister, Kinda, who, who I didn't meet till I was 20, um, grew up in Florida, actually. Mm-hmm. And I believe she even said at one point, she like looked at a surf magazine and saw me in the magazine, but didn't know that that was her brother at the time. Wow. Kind of a funny, funny thing. That's super cool. Yeah. And now look at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. politics. Are you into politics at all? A I know Ke- I know Kelly is. Yeah. You got to have some opinions going on right now. I know since I've been here to Australia, <clears throat> every Australian has an opinion on our... On American poli- politics. On American politics. They're going through theirs as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and it seems like both of them, you know, their country, our country, is almost like a reality freaking TV it's show. crazy. You know, I've never yeah. seen anything like it before. Everybody's super unprofessional. It's my personal opinion. And, you know, I, I want to kind of know where you're at. You know, you're... Um, I, are you for Hillary? Are you for no, Trump? Um, I'm very uh, independent. Right, uh, as I am. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, ju- I, I agree with you. I also think it's, it's embarrassing how mm-hmm. much uh, it, it doesn't seem authentic, American politics anymore. It's so polarizing for, for one thing. Yeah. Republicans against Democrats. They're both bought. They're both so systemized. Um, it's just wild to even try and comprehend how set up everything is with, you know, our system. It's too much. I, I would love the, I would love for an independent or a Green Party or whatever to be able to have a shot in being a president. Mm-hmm. But as you know, it's not going to ever happen. It's, it's not going to happen. No. Um, you know, it looks like we're being stuck with... Um, with with Trump, you know, he's obviously winning everything yeah. there is in sight. Uh, Cruz doesn't seem to be holding a chance. Well, so when I left home, you can keep me up to date. Okay. It was uh, maybe a third of the way through the delegates. Right. Uh, so Trump's still marching Trump, forward. Trump's marching forward big time. That's not cool. And then we've got Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. And Bernie is just, you know, hey, I'm a stoner. Let's legalize pot. He's not really realistic like on Bernie. a lot of things. I like Bernie. <laughs> he's likable. But yeah. he's super likable. And we got Hillary, who seems to have a record of uh, not being so truthful <clears throat> or, you know, over her history of yeah. since she was 20 or 10. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's kind of tough for yeah. us to even pick somebody here. And, well, we talk, you talk about the system and what seems like kind of fake and in place and just you're the, the spokesman. Mm-hmm. Hillary seems to me, in my opinion, in my very humble opinion, you know, uh, 
one of those people where she's just representing a very big system. Mm -hmm. I like that Bernie's a little more rogue right. and kind of tends to say what's not popular. Uh -huh. At least that's commendable, mm -hmm. even though he's a Democrat as well, which is, I believe, right. part of the system. Right. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know what we're going to do, man. We've This year, things are going to change. I mean, it, uh, honestly, I don't believe in not voting. I, I don't like it when people don't vote. Um, I agree. Uh, and especially if you look at smaller hometown politics, you can really make a difference if you vote for your, you know, the if you look at the small picture, then it really does make a difference to vote. I don't like the fact that a lot of, a lot of my peers and people don't vote. I think that's not a cool thing. Yeah, I've I voted vote. every year, and I, and I highly suggest that to everybody. Get out there and vote, because yeah. if you don't get out there and vote, you're not going to, you sit here and bullshit all day long, yeah. complain, oh, these guys suck, that guy sucks. But if you're not out there trying to make a difference yourself, right. And helping your friends do the same. Yep. Yeah, it's it's not that hard to make a difference as people think. And I know on the presidential scope it is. Right. But if you start voting for your mayor, for your representative, you start mm -hmm. looking in a few layers deeper. Mm -hmm. Just put a, t a little bit of effort into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes a difference. You think Obama did a good job the last couple of years uh, or the last eight years? I, I, you know what? I'm not a hater of Obama. You know, people, it's crazy. I, I get, I trip out on how people have so much hatred for either Republicans or Democrats. And so any friend that I have that is really a right winger guy mm -hmm. or girl, hate Obama. I just trip out on that. I, I really think that um, to me, Obama seems honest. Mm -hmm. um, and I love the fact that he can freaking speak English. Right. Uh, I get really embarrassed by a representative, which is, for more more or less is what a president is a representative of our country right. you should be proud of him he should be a smart dude who you know can speak eloquently and that's what obama does absolutely so despite his politics and his faults i like that he represents our country well good good um have you ever thought about running for politics never never no a graduate from wailua pro surfer no <laughs> i i don't i don't um I'm not you know, one of those guys that think I could handle the scope of what it would be to be a mayor or a governor or anything like that. You know, that's that's you need to be well educated. Yeah, no. Um, other than surfing, commentating on TV, um, what are other things you like to do? Uh, well, as you know, I'm busy with the family, so I, that's that's my my biggest. Uh, you know that's what's well, awesome. You get to bring them on tour with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're they're everything for me. Uh, I got three daughters, which are gorgeous and so sweet. Yes. One I of them's infatuated with my hair. She's my new hairstylist, by the way. Sebby or Lucy? Sebby. Okay. Yeah. She she's like she walked in today. I'm like, you're gonna do my hair. She looked at it. She grabbed it. She goes. Oh yeah, it yeah. needs to be done. She needs to brush her own hair. She's got, <laughs> she's got full Bob Marley dreads in her oh, hair. Oh, I love your family, man. They're awesome. Thank you. Such good people. I am lucky. And my wife Jen is awesome. So they, you know, they occupy most of my uh, mind space. They're they're amazing. Um, but yeah. for hobbies and stuff, um, golf. I know you, we used to play golf a lot. Yeah, I used to play golf a lot. And you were when good. I was kind of semi-retired and like in this weird funky phase in my life where I was kind of cruising before I started traveling again and commentating. Um, uh -huh. I would have some spare time and I would golf like two or three days a week. Right. Now that I'm busier at golf, just like, you know, every now and then. But yeah. I still like golf. Golf's fun. Yeah. Whenever Banshee's in town and Benji Adam Scott. It. Yes. Yeah. Golf's freaking rad, man. It's so hard and so difficult. And that's what I, I love about it. weatherly, that is, by the way. Just yeah. so a lot of people don't understand. Um, 
Now we're going to be wrapping this up here really quick. You know, I, once again, thank you for getting on this. Yeah, I, I, I hear dinner is clanking upstairs. Uh, Kelly Slater's girlfriend just walked in here, the beautiful Kalani Miller. And uh, she's <laughs> like, hey, get up here. It's time to eat, man. Uh, but to wrap things up, have you ever, do you believe in aliens? Uh, Ghosts? I, I'll have, say I'm agnostic. Yeah. I, I don't not believe in them, but I've never seen one of them. We live in a big universe, bro. An alien is like a really uh, broad. Do you term. believe there's life on other planets that yeah. just like us, no. or even more? Oh, I, I won't say no, but that I think is uh, a bigger stretch. But life form for sure. I think there's living organisms on other planets, 100. percent But I don't know what, what form. Like for, to be as lucky as what we are with functional little limbs and eyeballs and brains i don't know that's that's we're pretty fortunate yeah but there's a lot of solar systems the i don't even want to wrap my tiny planets. little brain around how vast this <laughs> space is i hope so it's i know be cool I, to think about i know our boy kelly he believes in him yeah so i remember i'll tell you one funny story okay uh uh i smoked some weed right with maddie Liu when uh, that i stole from my parents drawer <laughs> when we were um this is a good way to end this podcast uh when we were frick, like we were young probably like 14 years old 13 years old and uh, we smoked some weed and we were out of our mind and uh we went to this is on the north shore we went to the bus kind of late so the bus uh, that you know we didn't realize at the time stopped running uh -huh. so we were probably on the bus stop for hours but because we were high we didn't know what the hell <laughs> we were doing and we were waiting for the bus to go to turtle bay to go cruise chicks or something anyways we started talking about space and we um and i told maddie i said hey did you know that space is infinite and he said what do you mean i'm all it doesn't stop he's like wait, wait man what do you mean wait. i'm all there's no end to space it just keeps going and we both got so wigged out about that thought that we started crying. No way. <laughs> <laughs> so I have respect for infinite space <laughs> to this day. Especially because you guys were lost in space at that point. Exactly. <laughs> I couldn't grasp. Now, do you want to thank anybody for uh, any sponsors or, you know? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not really a sponsor dude, but... Uh, Anymore. I thank, I guess, my wife for putting up, putting up with my um, crazy travel uh, program. It's uh, hectic for her, and uh, I'm stoked that I get to like we talked about, you know, my job. I'm really mm -hmm. thankful for that, and uh, I don't know, man. I'm happy to be here with you, Doze, too. I'm super stoked. I'm stoked that you even dude. chose me to be a part of your broadcast. You're one of my favorite people, dude, and I. Thanks, Doze. Oh, I admire you and everything that you do. I always have. I love that, Doze. Thank you and so much. I'm just super, super stoked that you got to come and do this with me and Thanks i know you were dying to do it too so i was yeah. i'm glad we made this happen even though Super i'm fun. um you know ragged yeah well, i know you're tired <laughs> thanks again uh big shout out to all my sponsors hurley um best board shorts on the planet great team uh gopro those tiny little cameras that work so well i know you use them all the time they're awesome um original nutritionals um Let's see, Deuce Gym, Venice Beach, uh, Kona Boys, best place in Kona to get all your surf gear, and Kona Coffee and Tea. Awesome. So they have them. That's the coffee I brought you the other day. Sweet. Yeah, that was the good stuff. Good so, shit. Once again, thanks, Ross. Thanks, Doze. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.